Hello everyone. I think I'm going to talk about something that I might have already talked about, but um, in order for me to keep things popping on my podcast, I may need to do some repeats, but they're not going to be exact repeats. So uh, please don't feel bored. It's just something that's um, going through me again and again. Um, One of the things that I do when I rise for my new day, for a new day, is I listen to uh, inspiring music. And amongst it is a lot of Christian music. And if you guys have been following along with my uh, recordings and my podcast episodes, you know that I've gone through a major spiritual change um, since last summer. And it was because I I got tired of the world of sin. Basically, I got tired of the world of where uh, the only thing that predominates our our world and our society is uh, apathy and uh, indifference and carnal, base, um, animal instincts uh, amongst, but not limited to, the sexual drive. Um, where we're all where we're running around uh, lusting after one another instead of uh, loving each other. So anyway, that put aside, um, I'm going to talk about how Christianity really does inspire me without a lot of the religion, a lot of the God stuff, a lot of the, uh, cause I'm, you know, my, in my truest of truest hearts, I don't believe in a traditional God. And I will just admit that straight up. I'm an agnostic. I'm not sure what really exists because I don't understand. I think it's healthier to say I don't understand everything. I don't, I can't prove that God exists or doesn't exist. I've had no proof in my life. I just know that when, when my mom told me about God, I felt some kind of a presence that I couldn't explain. But when I asked her, um, what does he or she look like? Um, she didn't really have any answers. She said, oh, well, you can't see God. You just know that he's there. And she said he, and I felt a female presence. So, uh, who knows? But, um, the thing that's inspiring me very much when I listen to Christian music is this. Um, I've done some Bible study. I've done John. I've studied John. And um, I've studied Matthew, and I even, I got curious about Jesus' childhood. I got curious about, um, you know, what, what, what really happened with his, his mother and father, you know, his, his uh, human parents, you know, his human mother and the human that sired his birth, and uh, how he came to know, how he came to feel that he was, came to believe he was the son of God. Well, if you want to be complete, if I want to be completely honest, the real person, now I give the credit to Jesus, I give the credit to Mary, I give the credit to Joseph, I give the credit to the people that wrote the Bible. I also give credit to the perceived angel, Gabriel. I give credit to the perception of the angel, Gabriel, because, um, Mary and Joseph were betrothed to one another, and Mary conceived a child 
out of wedlock, conceived um, a son. And um, she conceived the son. You can look this up on search engines if you'd like. You're already on the internet, so no excuses. You can, you can search this on, on a Google search or a search engine, whatever search engine you search on. Um, Mary and Joseph were betrothed to one another. They were supposed to get married. Back in those days, they had arranged marriages. And um, Mary had relations with a person named Pen Pentar or Pen Pentar or some something or other, a Roman soldier, and conceived a child by him. And um, Joseph knew of it. Joseph uh, heard of it or knew it, came to know of it. And he was going to just quietly uh, dismiss Mary. He was going to just kick Mary out of his life and walk away. And um, they both respectively, according to the Bible, respectively, they, um, they both were visited by this angel named Gabriel. They perceived they were visited. I'll say it the atheist way, too. They perceived that they were visited by an angel named Gabriel. They each were. I think they were visited separately, or maybe at the same time. I don't know. I'm not too clear on that. Please don't quote me. But uh, Mary was visited by the angel, and she was told, this child is to be named Jesus, and he is, to, he is, the, he is, to, he is the Son of God. He is to be the King. And uh, Joseph was told by Gabriel, now again, don't quote me. I'm just saying it in the words that I heard, that I uh, perceived, or understood. Um, Joseph heard from Gabriel too. You are to marry Mary and you are to adopt this son named Jesus. This is a blessing. This is a king. This is a uh, child you shall um, marry with and have with Mary. And he did. They got married they um they had the baby and the story went on according to the information the story went on uh christmas um they had the baby in the manger and um the story went on and um jesus grew up now now it's interesting the childhood they say the childhood was was uh, the childhood piece was missing from uh, a lot of the bible it wasn't talked about a lot cuz i i always get curious about people's childhoods you know, I'm a, I love psychology. I love uh, human behavior. That's my, uh, my passion. And I, I wonder what happened when he was a child. And um, he grew up believing he was the son of God. You know, I'm saying it the atheist way, and I'm saying it, he believed he was the son of God. And um, I am a respecter of people's beliefs. And I respect his beliefs. I respect his parents' beliefs. I may not agree with them totally. I may not understand understand the beliefs totally, but I know what they stand for and what they symbolize. To me, they symbolize a transcendence of something that could have been a terrible could have been seen as a terrible tragedy. It could have been seen as something something punishable by death, you know, a disgrace, an embarrassment. Um, if if that story had had gone out and it had been known that uh, Mary violated the betrothal and if joseph had to walk walk away 
what a different story it would be. We wouldn't be uh, inspired and singing blessings and singing praises to our Lord Jesus Christ. We would be, uh, it would be a totally different story. Look it up and interpret it in your own way. And I'm expressing my interpretation and my opinion, my perception. But um, every time I hear any kind of Christian music, I get inspired by the idea of transcendence. That's the title of my podcast, Transcending Mental Health. I grew up with a tragic, a tr tragic childhood. I was abused. I was even made to feel like I had no right to be on the planet. I was made to believe that I was, I was a disgrace and I was an embarrassment and I was a stymieing of uh, my family's life. I was a happening. My mother, only my mother and grandparents believed I was a blessing. And I think they both wanted to take care of me and nurture me and raise me. And uh, my aunt took over and because uh, she was afraid my father was going to come after me, which was an understandable fear. But that fear really ran away with itself. And I was raised by her. And I had to grow up all my life believing that I was this bad bad kid in this uh, problem that she had to deal with and every day now I have to uh, teach myself how to transcend and heal from that belief so uh, when I when I listen to listen to and observe Christianity that's the way I interpret it to the atheist and the agnostic to me it's a transcendence to the believer believe away just don't use it for evil and don't use it to hurt people. Just continue to transcend the pain and the tragedies. We can do that or we can just let, let the tragedies uh, take over and, and destroy us and destroy one another. Have a good day.